This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. What are you saying about your life? Are you saying the same things God is saying about you? If you believe that you shall have whatsoever you say and that life and death are in the power of the tongue, are you confessing the rhema or just the logos word of God? Do you even know what God is saying about you and the amazingly creative power your own words have to bless or curse you? If saying the same things God says about you, God must be faithful to his word and in agreement with whatever you are asking. Solely by the words of your mouth, therefore, you determine your destiny and write your own ticket to a lifetime of prosperity and health, dreams fulfilled, and challenges overcome, or just the opposite. It's literally talking yourself into your future, speaking only what God says about you, believing what he says, and waiting for God to make it happen. In the Old Testament, I believe it's in Jeremiah, it says that, is not my word like a hammer that breaks rocks in pieces? The word of God's like a hammer. And that's why when we fill our hearts up with the word of God, we begin to speak in agreement with the Word of God, we begin to create life in our life. Does that make sense to everybody here? But if all you do is talk all that negative stuff and all you do is fill yourself up with, um, you know, with television and, and never really get in your... See, whatever you're filled with, remember, out of the abundance of the heart, Jesus taught us, the mouth is going to speak. That's why it's so important to be careful what you're filling your heart with. Because whatever you're filling yourself up with is what's going to come out of your mouth. You know, one of the ways that I prepare for sermons and lessons and so I just fill myself up with the message. I think about it. I meditate on it. I speak it out. I talk about it to myself. You know, sometimes I got to catch myself because I'm doing it in public and people think I'm crazy. But, but no, I do. I, just, I speak. I speak it. I, I, I mutter. You know, I, I meditate on it. And the more I'm doing that, the more it's fixing in my heart and the more it's filling my heart and the more understanding comes and more power and anointing comes and then I get up and speak that speak that and it's life-giving and it's powerful most of the time somebody help me here don't leave me hanging here you missed a good opportunity there to say something good about me but that's right too late you missed it but anyway but, but it's the same way with everything with the word you just fill yourself up with the word of God and, and I like what, um, what, what one minister said one time he says I want to be like a sponge, so saturated with the Word of God that when you poke me, all that comes out, like, like water comes out of a sponge, the only thing that's going to come out of me is the Word of God. That's how you change the course and the direction of your very life, is being filled with the Word of God. Wow, come on. It's not a matter of just coming to church and looking for a good message. I'm looking for some, I'm looking for some Holy Ghost bumps. There are people, there are people all over the place that are building their, their, their lives, building 
their Christian, you know, just building their lives on sand because that's not, that's not, that's not going to give you the foundation that you need to continue to build your life into a powerful and productive life. Is everybody with me? You need the word of God filled, you know, filling your heart with the word of God and speaking the word of God at these situations, whatever you're talking. So like, for instance, uh, let me give you an example. Many years ago when I, I was broke, poor, I was so poor, my checkbook never got out of red. The only time I got out of red was when I put my check in just for about three seconds. And the minute it hit the bank, it went right to red because I owed more than I, I was earning. So I could, anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody there right now? Yeah, you see, I would have to write checks and run to the bank and deposit the money before the checks bounced, and often they bounced. I remember a couple of times I had more bounced checks, and, you know, five, back then, I don't know what they charge now, because I haven't bounced a check in many years, but $5, five dollars, five, I think I, I think I racked up like $50 in bounced checks because I, I didn't have, I made a mistake or something. I was redder than I thought I was. Well, I got disgusted of being in that position. You know, you, you, the only way you're going to change things in your life is that you've got to come to a point where you just get disgusted with where you are. And you have to say, enough is enough is enough. And I don't like being here. And I determined back then, I said, I don't like being broke, poor, without. I don't like being here. It's holding me back. It's hindering me. It's stopping me. And then I came into the knowledge that God had a way of prosperity for me. I used to take my checkbook. I don't have my checkbook here. That was in red. And I was just holding it up to the Lord. And I'd walk up and down in my, in my apartment back then, my little shoebox apartment that I could hardly pay for. And I'd walk back and forth and bump from, into one wall and bang, bang, turn around bang into the next wall and go back and forth and knock, knock my, myself out, hitting walls because it was so small. And I just lifted up my checkbook and said, I thank you, Lord, for thousands of dollars in my checking account, all my bills paid. I'm standing upon the promise that prosperity is the reward of the righteous. I, I, you know, I was learning how to give then. I said, you said, give and it shall be given unto me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men pour into my bosom. And with the same measure that I use, it will be measured to me again and again. And I just kept going back and forth with all these kind of verses, just speaking to my checkbook, speaking to my finances, speaking to my future. And you know what happened in the first few months? I got poorer. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Let me tell you why. You know, first of all, one of the things that I learned is that you can't expect, it took you 40 years, 30, 40, 50, whatever it is, to get in the mess you are. You're not going to get out of it in 40 days or 30 days. Some, it just takes time sometimes. You know, you've got to express faith. You've got to continue. You've got to keep watering that seed and keep confessing. See, every time you confess over your giving, every time you confess over the seeds that you've sown, you're, you're putting fertilizer on that seed. Wow, does anybody hear what I'm saying? And eventually that seed is going to break forth and it is going to produce in your life. I'm walking in harvest fields of blessings today that I laid down years ago and was confessing years ago that some of it I've just walked into it into recently. Come on, somebody. You've got to be willing. You've got to be willing to stick with it. You've got to be willing to keep on it. You've got to be willing. See, but, but if you don't know this, and all you do is talk, well, you know, I've heard people make these excuses. Well, you know, I'm just a humble person and I don't really care much about money. Well, I'll take whatever was intended for you because I, I certainly can't, because you can't pay your bills, you can't pay your rent, you can't eat, you can't buy clothes, you can't get any medical help, you can't do anything, you can't do anything without money. 
Is everybody with me? But yet people talk that way and, and think they're being so spiritual, being so stupid. That's not spirit, that's stupidity. And then you start spreading that stuff around and then, it, and then it's stupidity that's gone to seed. And you start planting it in other people's lives and they start thinking the same way you're thinking. That's why everybody's in a mess. Nothing reversed, nothing changed in my life financially. And you can apply this and plug it into any area of your life. But nothing, nothing reversed or changed or got better in my life financially until I got my head straight with the Word of God, got it, stayed on it long enough to where it got into my heart, and then I began to speak it, and speak it like I meant it in faith. That's when I began to see progress and things start to break open in my life. And you could plug in any situation. That was finances for me. But another area of my life was being timid and being kind of shy and you know, always thinking that I wasn't good enough, I wasn't educated enough, I wasn't this enough or that enough. And it was all the devil just trying to hold me back. It was just the devil trying to cut me down. He wanted me to have a poor opinion of myself because if I had a poor opinion of myself, he had me bound to his plan and not to the plan of God. Is anybody here with me? So, so people would say things and I would, you know, and I would, even if I didn't say it, I would be thinking it. You know, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not tall enough, I'm not this enough, I'm not that enough, I'm not big enough, whatever it be. And, and that was being reinforced in my thinking. And, and any time I got just a little, a, little, a little spark of enthusiasm, all that garbage that I had been meditating on and saying about myself would just snuff out that little flame or that little fire. Am I talking to anybody here today? You see? And all it did was create more death in my life until I came to the understanding from the Word of God that, I, listen, I'm speaking death to myself right now. Stop talking about yourself that way. God didn't make any junk. God made you with an eternal purpose. You are important to God. You have a place in the body of Christ. You have a purpose. There's a plan, a destiny that God has for you. Get with the program. And really, I'm being honest with you. I'd have to go and look myself in the mirror and say, you're not that bad. You're really not that short. There are people shorter than you. You're really not, you know, listen, so what? You don't have a fancy education. You've got the anointing. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it are going to eat its fruit. Either bitter fruit or good fruit. I'm going for the good fruit. I don't know about you, but I want the good, the good that's coming out of, out of the fruit of my lips. You see, you're creating with the very words that come out of your mouth. A lot of people are in trouble today because of the way you're talking about yourself and about your situations. They say, well, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know how I feel about myself. Man, listen, I have three words to get you, get you free. You know my three words? Get over it. Stop it. Get over it. You can, you can, listen, you can be and have and do and get to wherever you want to. By the, just start with the words of your mouth. Start speaking what God says about you and stop talking about what you want to say about you or what the devil says about you or what other people say about you. You know how many times I've encountered that in my, in my ministry where I've ministered to people? And the Lord would show me in that time of ministry that this person is rejected. This person 
has a poor opinion of themselves. This person feels dumb, stupid, insignificant. And, and I just, I can't, and, and, and this is what the Lord has shown me time and time again. It all stems back to their childhood and what people said to them. That formulated this opinion about themselves. That they can't, cannot break through. And now that's so ingrained in their thinking and in their heart that that's what they speak about themselves. And if they're not actually saying it, they're thinking it and it's coming out in all kinds of ways that they're not even, they're not even aware of. And, and you'd be surprised how many times I prayed for people and the Lord showed me that and I would just say it. And all of a sudden it was like, like someone just broke a dam open. Tears just pouring out because I touched by the, by the Spirit of God the very innermost being you know, of their soul, touch their heart in such a deep way. It's amazing how, how people, you know, have really destroyed their own lives because of the opinions they have about themselves that they vocalized and put into. See, you, you got to pick yourself up. I really did. I used to stand in front of a mirror and look at myself and say, you're not that bad. If any man be in Christ, he's a brand new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. Because how many of you have a past? Anybody here have a past that you're not proud of? That you're embarrassed of? Anybody? Nobody wants to raise their hand. Okay, we're getting that lying spirit kicked out of here tonight. And the devil will use that against you to hold you back from your destiny and your call and your purpose in God. He'll trick you, trip you up, trying to cause you to try to cause you to, uh, to be bound up so you cannot work for God and be powerful and be effective. I used to have to pick myself up and look in the mirror and say, if any man be in Christ, buddy, you're in Christ. The old is gone, the new has come, and all this is from God. So, listen, doesn't matter where you've been, what you've done, what you've been through, what people, you know, what, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you've got to pick yourself up from that place and start to speak into your life, life now. Never got to my verse here, did I? Verse 28, a priest, all of that, never even got to my verse. <laughs> verse 28, you will also declare a thing and it will be established for you so light will shine in your ways. So you will decree a thing and it will be established. You realize that you actually, you actually write your own ticket your own future. People don't realize that. What I'm walking in today is what I wrote down, you know, or what I, what I, what I spoke about my life many years ago and just kept on it, kept doing it, believed it, just kept walking in it. I believed it. So one day this word that I'm speaking over my life, these things that I'm speaking forth are going to manifest, are going to produce in my life. Going back to my checkbook, you know, I went, went for six months, went for whatever it was, and, and all of a sudden I began to see it cracking open and I began to see my checkbook that was in the red started to flip over into the black. See, but then I, you know, then the Lord, of course, you know, you've got to learn wisdom with money. You know, you, you can't screw up the blessing that he gives you. You've got to learn how to manage that. But anyway, that's, that's another lesson for another night. But I, I just worked the word and I began, I started, you know, kept up my giving, my tithing. And then little by little by little, I saw it all break open. 
And I started to see that my red was turning to black. And then I had excess. And then I was able to help people in a bigger way and help the church and help, you know, I was able to give more because I had more. You realize you can't give anything that you don't have? And I personally think people that want to be poor and with nothing, I believe they're just very selfish people. Because people don't have anything and don't really want anything, really want everybody else to take care of them, usually. And they have no problem taking a handout. And I believe that's just selfish. See, you ought, you ought to want to prosper so that you can be a blessing and not just always get a blessing. Now, you have to get a blessing. You have to be blessed in order to bless. I can't bless you with something I don't have. You can't bless somebody with something. If you don't have it, you just don't have it. Right? And I'm not putting people that need something down because everybody gets into a point in their life where they need someone to help them along. But, but you've got to get out of that and you've got to say, wait a minute. I need to get to a place where I don't have to receive anything anymore, but now I'm in a position where I can give and bless other lives. I want to be a blessing. I don't want to just take a blessing. Now, some will say, well, you know, I bless people in other ways. It doesn't always have to be money. Well, I don't know what planet you live on. People love a handshake. People love an embrace. People love a kiss. People love a word of encouragement. But boy, they love it when you stick some dough in their hand. <laughs> especially if they need it. Because you can't buy bread, you cannot buy food, you cannot make a car payment, you can't make a mortgage payment, you cannot do any of that without money. You need money. Someone, if someone's having money problems, then I just give them a hug and say, oh, you know, well, I'm praying for you, I love you, we're going to get through this together. What, what, help, what help is that? Be, well, be, uh, uh, be warm and well fed. No. Someone's in that condition, man. They need money. If you don't have it, you can't help them. Hallelujah. It's everybody with me. So, so for me, you know, in that area, it was a big deal. And I, I was it. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired and broke and poor. So I began to work the word. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. You start speaking life and start doing the word of God in these areas of your life, and you're going to see life results. You're going to see the power of God come on your circumstances and come on your finances and, and begin to turn around. That's what the Word of God says. Can I get a better amen than that? Can I just give you these few things and then we'll be out of here, all right? Um, I'm, I'm giving you really the short version of this thing, but I want to give you seven things that you ought to be speaking. And this is by no way an exhaustive list. This is just my personal list of, of what I confess over my life and what you ought to confess over your lives. You might want to add some things to this. Number one, I'll just cite the scriptures you can look up, up later. Declare over your life the absolute lordship of Jesus Christ. That's number one. Acts 10.35 says it this way, um, but in every nation whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. The word which God sent to his children of Israel, or to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. So he is the Lord over your life, over my life. He's the Lord over every situation, every concern, every child that you're worried about, over your spouse, over your finances, over your health. He is the Lord over all. Every person and every person's need. You have to bring yourself back to that point every time you, you come up with a challenge. Jesus, you are Lord over my life and you are Lord over this situation. All right? Number two, declare 
and I love this, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I do not want. I don't want for anything. And you've got to begin to declare that. Most of us want and, 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 or have needs, and that want means needs. You've got to begin to confess over your life, the Lord is my shepherd, I do not want. That's it. I don't walk in want or need. I walk in the fullness of God because the Lord is my shepherd. And if I'm following the Lord, He's going to lead me in green pastures. He's going to lead me in peace. He's going to lead me in joy. He's going to lead me in health. He's going to lead me in all the paths that He goes before me in. Is everybody with me? So declare that the Lord is my shepherd. I do not want. Number three, declare that I don't have a care in the world. Based upon 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all of your care upon him, for he cares for you. So you ought to make that a part of your daily confession or what you say about yourself. You may say, well, Pastor, you don't know uh, the cares that I have and the challenges I have. Well, maybe I don't know your challenges, but I certainly know the ones that I have. And I certainly know the ones that I've had. And um, what you need to do is to begin to confess that I don't have a care in the world. Because if, if you don't say that, ultimately what's going to happen to you is that those cares are going to choke the Word of God right out of your life. You're going to be so weighed down with care. You've got to, you've got to remind yourself. You've got to say, I, don't have, I cast all my cares upon Him because He cares for me. Does that mean anything to anybody? Or am I just preaching to myself tonight? Declare, number four, declare that I walk in divine health because Jesus took my sicknesses and my diseases. And that's better than getting a flu shot. Now, I'm not telling you not to get a flu shot. That's not what I said. I said it's better than getting a flu shot. And don't wait till you get sick to start confessing healing. Start speaking healing over your life right now. Isaiah 53, 3 and 5, Surely He bore our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed Him, stricken, smitten by God, afflicted, but He was wounded for our transgressions, He was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement, our peace was upon Him. And by His stripes we are healed. Alright? Number five. This is really important, and some of you need to confess this immediately. I walk in the wisdom of God. Amen. Speak that over your life. I walk in the wisdom of God. Let me give you two scriptures that are written. 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God. And then Psalm 37.30 says, The mouth of the righteous speaks wisdom. Very important. You need to confess that over your life. All right, number six. Is everybody with me? Speak over your life. Prosperity is mine. Uh, Proverbs 13, 21. Misfortune pursues the sinner, but prosperity is the reward of the righteous. Say it with me. Prosperity is the reward of the righteous. And number seven, speak this over your life. You can add to this list. This is just some, some of my confessions. God is sending people to me to give into my bosom. Supernatural doors of opportunity will open for me. Come on, are you with me? God is sending people to give into my bosom. Supernatural doors of opportunity will open for me. And then meet the condition by Luke 6.38. Give. You know this verse. Give it to you every Sunday. Give. And it will be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. The King James says, will men pour into your bosom. For the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Hallelujah! Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.